Every month, we offer exciting new webinars for our community. Topics include how to use retirement accounts to buy real estate overseas, how to get a second passport in Latin America, why you should sell your stock portfolio and move your money offshore, how to buy beachfront rental properties in Brazil for less than $100,000, or apartments in Paraguay for less than $60,000. If you want to join us for free for these presentations with live Q&A, insider secrets, and exclusive opportunities with my professional network of experts, then go to expatmoney.com forward slash webinars. That's expatmoney.com forward slash webinars to register for free upcoming presentations. expatmoney.com forward slash webinars. We all dream of seeing the world, but the realities of living somewhere outside your place of birth can be daunting to say the least. Welcome to the Expat Money Show, helping you make the most out of your overseas career through conversations with successful expats on investing, entrepreneurship, self-improvement, and continual education, all while sharpening your financial acumen. Now, please welcome your host with over 20 years of overseas experience, Mikkel Thorup. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Mikkel Thorpe, and this is the Expat Money Show. We are going to be continuing with our bonus episodes. I love these. These are so much fun. I think it's so neat to be able to step back for a week and let someone else take the microphone. And I'm just going to do a two-minute introduction here to kind of tee things up and put everything in perspective so you know what's going on. And then I'm going to step back, and Susan from my team will take over. So what we have today is a case study from one of my private clients, Angela. And Angela is amazing. She's such an extraordinary woman and I just am so thrilled to be working with her this year. So you're going to hear Angela's story, what she's had to overcome, what she's gone through, what her experience has been like to be an expat and to move offshore. Now, I decided it's best not to do these interviews myself to let someone else do them so that everything is really transparent and everything is really upfront and they don't feel shy or anything like that. They can really tell us what they're thinking, what the experience was. So that's what we're doing today. It is a case study with one of my private clients. If you guys want to work with me, if you guys need a helping hand, and if you've been inspired this week by all of the different conversations, then you can visit our new website at expatmoney.com expatmoney.com. And up in the top right-hand corner, there's a big orange button that says work with us. Click on that, read the subsequent letter, fill out an application, and we will discuss from there. We will see if it is a good fit. Now, I'm in a very nice position where I don't have to say yes to everybody. I really want to work with people who are motivated, who are cool to spend time with, and are not tire kickers. I cannot stand time wasters and tire kickers and things like that. So if you fill out the application and you want to work with me and you actually genuinely want help, then I am there to help you. But if you are some commie, woke, socialist, drama queen, social justice warrior who's going to waste my time, then please respectfully go away. I have no interest whatsoever in talking to you. But other than that, I'm here to help. I am an open book and I am here to help. So saying all of that, I am going to let Susan take the microphone. We're going to jump into today's interview and listen to Angela's story. I think it's really inspiring. Thanks. Let's do it. My name is Susan, and I'd like to talk to you today about your experience with Mikkel Thorpe and Expat Money. So let's just start with your name, where you're from, and then let's go from there. 
Okay. I'm Angela. I'm from the United States. And I came across Mikhail and Expat Money because I had been listening to podcasts for expats. And I think I did a search on Google podcasts. I like to listen to those while I do hair and makeup in the morning. So I had been listening to some other podcasts and I think that's how I came across Mikkel's. And he had some really good information. So I would sort of binge watch, binge listen, whatever you want to call it, the podcasts while I was taking walks or doing hair and makeup. And I just really appreciated the honest information that Mikkel was putting out about expat living and various places around the world to go if one was contemplating leaving the United States. Cool. That's great. So take me back to the beginning of when that was. So month, year, long time ago, was it? That was about, it was during the pandemic. So the pandemic had just started Everybody was locked down (laughs) because I remember walking through my neighborhood just to get out of the house because there was nothing else to do. (laughs) And, you know, listening to the podcast and all of that. And then in about a year later, I reached out to him and said, hey, I really think I want to leave the U.S. or have some sort of plan B in place. And that's when I started working with Mikkel and his group of professionals. Cool. So from the very beginning, let's talk about your first call with Mikkel. How did that go? Did you have questions that you wanted answers or did you just sort of say, Mikkel, this is my situation. What can you do for me? Or did you have, I want to go here. I want to do this. I want to do that sort of, and how's that, how did that play out? It's been a while since that. So I don't remember very distinctly what we talked about on the first call, but I knew that I wanted to go to Panama. And so if I recall correctly, that's mostly what we talked about was Panama. And the reason why I chose Panama was because it's in the same time zone. (laughs) And I know that sounds like a strange thing to consider, but I'm still working. So for me, it was sort of a practical decision. I also have elderly parents who are in the United States, and I wanted to make sure that I could fly home within several hours to attend to them if they needed something from me. So it was important for me that I stay in the Americas and closer to home and in the same time zone because it would accommodate my work schedule a little bit better. Actually, it makes perfect sense. We have lots of people that are like that. It's like, because you don't want to be eight hours on one side or eight hours on the other side. It's just too hard to do business. So that's a good reason. Yeah, it makes a huge difference, especially when you're considering flying home. It's the difference between being able to be home in six to eight hours versus being able to fly back to the United States like in a day, right? So, you know, having to travel back a whole day, it makes a huge difference in terms of just logistics. Cool. So was Mikkel the first person you reached out to or did you look for other people or did you just kind of trust what he was saying on his podcast and just go from there? I liked Mikkel better. (laughs) I know that sounds strange because I had never met the man, but I liked the way that he approached things. And I had been listening to some other expat podcasts and I just, I felt a better connection with Mikkel. And so that's why I contacted him and I ended up being a good decision for me because I think 
we have a lot of the same outlook as far as logistics and concerns that we each have. So it ended up being a good fit as far as personality and him understanding where I was coming from. Cool. Now, did you find that you had friends that you were working with, like coworkers or a best friend that you bounced ideas off? Yeah. Or you were sort of, you did this alone. You did this all by yourself. Yeah. I think my family thinks I'm pretty crazy. I traveled a lot. I've done a lot of solo travel. And I think every time I go, they think I'm going to be found dead on the side of the road or something. I don't come from a very adventurous family. So I don't think they really understand why I like to travel so much or why I would want to leave my country of origin. So, but it doesn't matter. They don't have to understand, (laughs) but no, I did this all alone. I don't really have any other friends who are doing what I'm doing. So that was why that personal connection with Mikkel was especially important because I felt like he understood my motivations and understood why I would leave, even though I love my country of origin. Sure. And I think most of the expats do. They love Canada, US, the UK, Australia, they love it. It's just things have gotten out of control and then a plan B is so important. So I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the United States has completely gone off the deep end in so many ways that I just didn't feel comfortable remaining there. And I wanted to move to someplace that was more socially and politically stable. Cool. Okay. So from the beginning of the conversation with Mikkel, did you change your mind at any point? Did you get what you wanted? Did the two of you work together for the outcome to be exactly what you wanted? Oh, yeah. The whole thing has been a very positive experience. All of the professionals that he referred me to have been very competent and very honest and very competent and friendly and kind in terms of dealing with me. I got exactly what I wanted. They gave me exactly what they agreed to give me, which I understand isn't always the case when you're dealing with people in foreign countries. But I found the whole process as easy as an international move could possibly be. Right. So I was introduced to a really good lawyer who has handled everything kindly and competently. I was introduced to a really great real estate agent who helped me find a wonderful apartment with views of the the sea and the city moving in there in about a month. And just everything has gone really, really well. Awesome. That's great to hear. So after several conversations with Mikhail, several months gone by. How would you describe his nature, his, who he is personally, his integrity, his values, the things that make Macal Macal? Like, yeah. Does he do what he says he's going to do? Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. I found the experience working with him to be very positive. And I found that he was very honest and kind and had access to good resources who were also honest and kind. It's kind of birds of a feather, right? So the experience that I've had has been very good in terms of meeting my needs personally and and sort of logistically. It's been very good. And like I said, I've gotten everything that I needed to get. Cool. So if a friend of yours did decide that they wanted to move, do what you did, would you refer Macau? And you can be honest, honestly. A hundred percent. I mean, without hesitation, I would refer them to Mikkel because he is the real deal. You know, he does everything that he says he needs to do. Cool. 
It's great to hear. Okay. So at the end of the day, you've made your move. You've got your plan B in place. How do you feel? How does, like, can you sleep better at night? Are you more relaxed? Are you happier, happy? Like, how do you feel now that you're almost there? You're almost, well, actually you're probably, you're at the end of your journey or very close to the end of your journey. There's a few things that still will take place over the next year, two years, because that's just how expat life is. So when you close your eyes at the end of the day, how do you feel? Are you relieved? Is the pressure gone? Are you happy, happier? Sort of, how do you feel? Uh, I'm not going to lie. An international move is stressful. It's really stressful <laughs> because, you know, all of my things are sitting in a container somewhere, not here, right? Like everything I own in the world is on that container. And that's a little bit stressful, but I have complete faith in my movers to get everything here undamaged. <laughs> but I do feel a profound sense of relief having it almost over. I mean, realistically, my things aren't here yet, so I'm still sort of in the process. But I do feel like this was a good decision that I made. I feel like everything's going to be okay. I don't have any regrets. I have some personal qualities that have made the move easier for me in that I don't have children. I don't have a a husband to worry about. It's just me (laughs) and my pets that came with me. And I also speak Spanish fluently. So the transition for me culturally and linguistically is going to be a lot different than somebody who doesn't speak Spanish and isn't familiar with the culture in Latin America. However, it's always a transition. So I'm making friends I threw my first cocktail party last Friday. That was fun. So I feel like I'm settling in here and things are going well and I don't have any regrets. I'm not staying awake at night wondering, oh, did I make the right decision or anything like that? I feel confident in the decision that I made. And I know that if I need anything, I can reach out to Mikel and his team and they will find a resource for me. That's great. That's awesome. Okay. So as we wrap up, if you were to tell somebody that was thinking about becoming an expat, moving, getting a plan B, whatever it may be, and a simple answer, what would you tell them? I would tell them, don't try to do it yourself. I know it seems attractive to try to save the money and sort of cobble together your own set of resources. But the problem with that is that you don't know who's been vetted and who hasn't been vetted. So you don't know if the real estate agent is going to rip you off. You don't know if the attorney that you're hiring is competent. You just don't know because you haven't had repeated experiences with them. And the advantage to spending a little bit more money and hiring somebody to help you is that they already have the resources vetted And they know that they're competent because they've had repeated experiences with with those resources, with those professionals. So to me, it was totally worth it to hire Mikkel to help me because I didn't have to worry that things weren't going to go (laughs) as they were supposed to, because everybody had already been sort of pre-qualified, if you want to say it that way. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, you know that Expat Money is all about building community and now you're part of the community. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. I appreciate the interview today and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 
Listen, I need your help for a second. Can you pause this episode right now and go to your favorite podcasting app and leave the Expat Money Show a review? Now, the biggest podcasting app in the world and the easiest one to do this on is Apple Podcasts. So if you have an iPhone, then it should be pretty straightforward. Otherwise, if you're on a desktop or a laptop, you might need to have iTunes to be able to do that. But if you go and search on expatmoneyshow.com, find the podcast and see if there's a place to leave a review. We really appreciate it. What this does is it allows other people to know that this show has value and they should check it out. We are trying to spread the word and spread freedom. And the best way I know how to do that is to move offshore and become an expat. That is the best vehicle in the world. So we're building a super strong community. We are helping thousands of people to do that. And I want you to do your part. So please do me this favor. Leave the Expat Money Show a review. Let us know what you think. And yeah, I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. This episode may be over, but your journey to greatness continues by visiting our webpage and signing up for our newsletter. For convenient access to new episodes, show notes, and other crucial resources, visit expatmoneyshow.com. We look forward to you joining us on the next episode of the Expat Money Show. Safe travels. I have managed to secure exclusive rights to a block of villas in one of the hottest up-and-coming regions in my current home country, Panama. Join me Saturday, May 4th at 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern Time for our special presentation called Investors Workshop, capitalizing on the globally recognized resort brand coming to Panama. We will discuss how the tourism landscape in this region will change rapidly upon the public announcement of this project and how I have secured the rights for my clients to capitalize on this opportunity before anyone else. Thanks to my connections in the region, I have negotiated pricing that front runs everyone else. Think early, early bird pricing. From gourmet restaurants to vibrant clubs, poolside activities, and even live bands, this resort is going to pump some serious life into the region. But this isn't what excites me or what should excite you either. The exciting part is that these world-class amenities and top brand will attract tens of thousands of tourists. Tourists who will fork over top dollar to stay at our investment properties. Register free at expatmoney.com forward slash webinars. That's expatmoney.com forward slash webinars to register for this free real estate workshop. See you on May 4th at 10 a.m. Central Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern time, go to expatmoney.com forward slash webinar.